0: This is JDSA's Law Talk, the program that gives you straight facts on our laws and answers questions about the topics that may affect your everyday personal and professional life.
1: Thanks for joining us on JDSA's Law Talk. I'm your host, Clint Strand. We're joined by our featured attorney, Lee Lewis. Lee, thanks for being with us. Hi, Clint. Great to be here. Great to have you here. So in this upcoming episode, we're going to talk about appellate law. That's right. It's the uh, litigation after the litigation. The litigation after the litigation. It's So It's the, the end isn't really the end. It's never the end. But there will be an end to this podcast, I promise you. <laughs> but not after, But not until we uh, break down these issues and uh, put them in a way that you can understand. We'll have that coming your way with Lee Lewis. It's next on JDSA's Law Talk.
0: This is JDSA's Law Talk. Hear more programs and read in-depth articles on the law at jdsalaw.com.
1: Welcome back to JDSA's Law Talk. I'm Clint Strand. He is Lee Lewis. We're talking about appellate law. It's a fun word. Let's explain it. Let's begin at the beginning. What are the basics? What is
2: appellate law? Really, what appellate law is, it's another stage in the litigation process, and it's the body of law that covers that. Uh, after a trial has reached a resolution, or in other circumstances, uh, we won't go too deep into the legalese here, but uh, when a judge issues a ruling in some cases, the appellate courts get to take a look at those decisions and decide whether those decisions uh, were either supported by evidence or either correctly, correct legally. And uh, appellate law is the set of rules and procedures that govern that process. Okay, so what exactly is unique then about
1: an appellate attorney? Do they come to the table with a specific set of tools that
2: perhaps a quote unquote normal attorney doesn't? Not necessarily, uh, but similar to you know, if you're facing a bankruptcy, you hire a bankruptcy attorney. You know, if you're facing a tax issue, you hire a tax attorney. If you're dealing with an appeal, uh, you'll want to seek the uh, the the advice and guidance of an appellate attorney. There are a certain set of rules. There's a certain way of arguing uh, that uh, that, a, that appellate attorneys uh, practice in regularly, and therefore have a great familiarity with. So. I think the, the the most important thing that an attorney, an appellate attorney brings to the forefront is a dispassionate view of the case. Uh, after litigation has happened, uh, emotions are high, sometimes tempers are high, depending off, if it was a very uh, heavily litigated case. The appellate attorney comes there with an unbiased look and is able to say, okay, everyone, let's calm down, let's see what the issues are that could be appealed, let's see where the areas are where there could be a way to either... Uh, justify the verdict or get the verdict overturned. And that's where the appellate attorney can separate himself from, say, the trial attorney, because the trial attorney is still going to be very close to the issues uh, and maybe even wanting to perhaps overstate the winnability of the appeal in order to appease a client who perhaps they've just lost the case. So the
1: analogy I'm thinking of maybe is kind of like a medical second opinion. This is like a legal second opinion.
2: That's a a very apt analogy. It's very much like that. I want to focus on
1: something that you just said prior. You mentioned identify and raise errors made at trial. What exactly does that mean when you say that?
2: It's a great question. Um, The Court of Appeals is only able to review issues and arguments that were actually raised at trial. Uh, It's a common Uh, phrase you see in appellate opinions, they'll say plaintiff or defendant raises this issue for the first time on appeal, therefore we will not address it. So it's very important for an appellate attorney to be able to have the skill to go through the trial record, take a look at the transcripts, take a look at all the filings and the pleadings, and make sure that the issues that could possibly be up for appeal are what we call properly preserved, because it's only these properly preserved issues that the appellate court will address. Okay, very good. We are talking with Lee Lewis, a
1: featured attorney at JDSA Law during JDSA's Law Talk. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll talk about some of the advantages of hiring an appellate attorney and having them on your team. That's coming your way next right here on JDSA's Law Talk.
0: You're listening to JDSA's Law Talk, brought to you by JDSA Law, one of the largest full-service law firms in North Central Washington
1: class actions. They are an important avenue of relief for people or groups who have been harmed. At JDSA Law, we aim to achieve fair victories for our clients. This is how we make your life better. Committed to you since 1946, JDSA Law.
0: This is JDSA's Law Talk. See our areas of practice now at jdsalaw.com.
1: Welcome back to JDSA's Law Talk with our featured attorney, Lee Lewis, joining us here. We're talking about when it's appropriate to hire an appellate lawyer. We've been talking about what they do. Now let's talk about some of the advantages to hiring an appellate
2: attorney. Why would you want to bring an appellate attorney onto your team? I think one of the most important considerations uh, when you're uh, thinking about an appeal is whether you actually should appeal. And I think an appellate attorney can really provide great advice on that issue you have to start from the fundamental understanding that most appellants lose. Uh, I believe the current statistics out uh, of, of 2016 is the Court of Appeals overturns about only 30% of all the appeals before them. So you have to un- take that into consideration as to whether, even though you think you're right, whether you can be right in, in an appeal. Uh, given the tens of thousands of dollars that appeals typically cost, it's a valuable and a consideration and could end up saving you a lot of money simply by talking to an appellate attorney.
1: I certainly think it is. And I think you bring up a great point, because I think for a lot of people, they think of the term lawyer and they think of the term checkbook as in I'm writing a lot of checks. And in this case, the appellate lawyer's job, at least initially, is to sit down and tell that person, even though they may be hot to the collar because they just lost the case. Look, this is what you're dealing with. These are your chances of success. This is what you're likely to be paying for this. Do you really want to do this? And in this way, you're saving that client potentially
2: a ton of money. That's exactly right. Uh, An appellate attorney, at least a good appellate attorney who's before the courts of appeal quite often, gets to know the practitioners uh, on the bench and therefore has his own or her own reputation to think about. And they are not going to simply take your money to put an appeal in front of people who are or are going to, from a legal standpoint, laugh at them for bringing a frivolous appeal. So by bringing your case to a qualified and experienced appellate attorney, you could, even though you might not like the answer, be saving tens of thousands of dollars by getting the correct answer.
1: Well, let's say, for example, this person has a case. The appellate lawyer thinks they have a case. They want to move forward. So what does make for a successful appellate lawyer?
2: I think the most striking talent that, a, that an appellate lawyer has is the skill of persuasive writing. Um, the, the courts of appeal provide a very narrow framework for how you can present your arguments to them. Uh, there are page limits, uh, there are different categories of arguments and facts that you have to place before them in very specific ways. So, you have to take this extraordinarily complicated case that sometimes have taken years to fully litigate. And parse them down into these two or three key issues that can really rule the day and explain them to the court in a way that makes them not only understand what you are arguing, but also makes them want to agree with you.
1: Well, closing statements, I'm sure, are an important part of that. And speaking of closing statements, we're going to have yours coming up in just a moment about appellate lawyers. That's coming your way next as we wrap things up here on JDSA's Law Talk.
0: This is JDSA's Law Talk. Connect with us on Facebook and on Twitter at JDSA Law.
1: Cannabis law. It regulates marijuana production, sale, and use. At JDSA Law, we help growers, producers, and retailers understand this emerging industry. This is how we make your life better. Committed to you since 1946. JDSA Law.
0: This is JDSA's Law Talk. Join the conversation. Send us your comments and questions to LawTalk at JDSALaw.com.
1: Welcome back to JDSA's Law Talk. I'm your host, Clint Strand. Have a question for the good folks over at JDSA? Go ahead and send them an email at LawTalk at JDSALaw.com. That's LawTalk at JDSALaw.com. Calm. Wrapping things up with Lee Lewis, our featured attorney, talking about appellate lawyers and when they're a good idea. Let's go for your parting
2: thoughts. Sure. When you're thinking about litigation of any kind, uh, the possibility of an appeal should be one of the factors you consider. And it's a conversation you should have uh, with the attorney you retain for whatever litigation you are facing. And talk to them about the possibility of that appeal and what would need to be done uh as far as preserving issues, as far as uh, preserving arguments, and if they feel that a bringing in an appellate attorney early could be necessary. Um, second, negotiating the appellate process is unique, and it should be left, at least in my opinion, to attorney practitioners who really focus their practice on appellate law. As I said earlier in the podcast, uh, you hire a bankruptcy attorney to handle your bankruptcy. You hire a tax attorney to hire your uh, to handle your tax issues. Hire an appellate attorney to handle your appeal. This is why we
1: talk to the professionals, Lee. I'm telling you, we're wrapping things up here on JDSA's Law Talk. Before we let you go, once again, we'll have another opportunity to talk in the future. Give us an idea of
2: another topic that we'll be chatting about. Sure, Clint. Next time, we're going to be talking about the exciting world of civil and commercial litigation. My heart's already racing. <laughs> Sounds can't, great. Can't wait. Once
1: again, I'm Clint Strand, he is Lee Lewis, and this is your JDSA's Law Talk.
0: JDSA's Law Talk. Thanks for joining us, and please join us again next week. You can also join the conversation by sending us your comments and questions to lawtalk at jdsalaw.com. We'd love to include your questions in a future program. Topics covered in this program are for informational purposes only and are not intended to be professional advice. Always seek the advice of a relevant professional with any questions about any legal decision you seek to make. Thanks again for joining us on JDSA's Law Talk.